Available right now via the iHeart app and iTunes. Our two new podcasts. Armstrong and Getty, one more thing. That's our daily after show podcast. And Armstrong and Getty Extra Large featuring our interviews of the most interesting people in the world. Subscribe today via the iHeart app or iTunes. Or wherever podcasts are given away for free. Because we're stupid. What is the problem? You got all the questions. Don't take this to me. Let me hear what I'm saying, okay? I've never seen anything like this. It caused uh, everybody to freak out. This is a new way. This is a new day. It is roughly in the microwave. Because consciousness is expanding. This is... When you guys are supposed to cheer. Please clap. Are you serious? Well, who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. It is terrifying. I don't know what to use it for. But give you America itself. This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. What she said. I just got an alert on my phone. The first royal baby pictures are out. The first royal baby pictures are out. <sighs> Live from Studio C. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Oh, I had it. I, I, what was I going to go with? I can't even remember. Ah, uh, AOC's garbage disposal. Why don't we go with that? <laughs> so I've hit like four people with that uh, that line so far since I got in the building. The first royal baby pictures are out, and if you say it with he's a com- like a little baby, right? If you say it with a completely serious expression, people just look at you because <laughs> they don't know how to respond. <laughs> I might do that all day long. The first royal baby pictures are out. Have you seen the royal baby pictures? That'd be a good one. What'd you think? They're out. Oh, boy. I find that hilarious. Well, oh, that's... You know what? I was thinking uh, for the general manager, I might say, the Mueller report, because they're still obsessing over it. Well, Trump's, uh, on tax, the cable channels. Trump's taxes are a big deal on the Trump-hating media. Oh, yeah. And somebody got a hold of some of his tax stuff. Well, well, the most recent ones are from 25 years ago. Yeah. That's the recent ones. Well, that was when the economy was roaring, so I'm sure it probably makes them look really good. Everybody was making money at that point. <laughs> I don't even remember 1994. So far, the media has done with the taxes what I expect it to do, and is exactly why I'm against making it a law that uh, you show your taxes when you're running for office, because the way it's handled. Um, but, you know, if they think that's going to help damage Trump as opposed to help getting him elected, good luck with that. Mm-hmm. I think there are more people who are on the fence, yeah, you know, I like his policies, but the kind of guy is really bothers me. They see this sort of thing, ah, I'm going to support him. Screw those people. Yep. Okay, go <laughs> ahead, keep doing that. Of course, they've got their <laughs> little audience, and all they're trying to do is keep it. You but, know? No, well, it has nothing to do with what's real or important, I don't think. But I assume you want they have to no de- conscience. I assume you want to defeat Trump in 2020, though. I'll bet those people do, given their druthers. Anyway, we got more on that later. And as I mentioned earlier... The first row of baby pictures are out. Oh. Hello. Let's introduce everybody in the squad. It looks like a baby, by the way. I, saw, I looked at one of the pictures. It looks like a, a lot of babies look. 
similar shape and size. Lacking sharp corners, etc. Some exactly. rounded and soft. Somewhere between 8 and 10 pounds. Yes. Like um, there is board operator Michelangelo. Presses buttons, flips toggles, pulls levers. Sorry this morning, Michael. Uh, pretty good. You know, Jack, as more people come into the building, you really should, during like breaks, just go into the <laughs> elevator and wait. And that's <laughs> oh, yeah. people hit the floors. You could open up the door and say, guess what, with your arms extended and all excited. Or just stand in the lobby by the entrance. Yeah. yeah. You wait for people to come in. Hit them all with that. Yep. And, and then, if a group of people comes in, like different doors, say, excuse me, folks. Hey, you, everybody. Can you come over here, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. There's positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How be you, Sean? Uh, doing very well. I am now the proud member of one of the uh, the fantastic warehouse type uh, uh, retailers. Uh, so I'm buying in bulk now, baby. If, if you need something, I got a lot of it. You're Welcome. officially a Costco member. Yes, You have yes. a little card with your picture on oh, it. Oh, yeah. Took the picture yesterday. I was going through. <laughs> I, I was doubling. I was figure-eighting my way around the sample tables. I was getting all... I, was, I got my membership fee in samples that day. Sean, welcome <laughs> to the club, my friend. Living the lifestyle. It's fun to just stroll in there whenever you want. I've got a... Uh, I got enough cereal that would last a normal man probably at least a season or two. Uh, it will last me until approximately next Tuesday. Right. I like the big uh, double boxes oh, where it's got two yes. bags oh, yeah. of my Fruit Loops or be- whatever inside. Be- because then when you're done with both bags, you take out the bags and you realize there's at least another bowl of cereal that has fallen in between the bags <laughs> into the box because they are not built for pouring. Fantastic. But uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm loving it. It's good stuff. My wife bought my favorite all-time cereal the other day, Peanut Butter Crunch. And... Um, <laughs> I didn't get one ball. I didn't. I didn't get one peanut butter ball before the rest of the family ate it all. Wow! My wife and the two boys had just polished off the box before I got any, which is good. I don't need to eat that. Mm. It is my favorite all time. The rule in our house was if you if you have some right to reserve it, you got to put a note on it. There's no like implied rights or traditional (laughs) tribal rights or something like that. No, there has to be a document. (laughs) <laughs> don't don't come home all angry because somebody ate the leftover pizza. It's in the fridge. Anybody that's first come. With Sean becoming a Costco member, I feel like our little boy has become a man. <laughs> <laughs> it's good times from here on out, man. I remember when Costco used to have standards for membership. The right kind of people, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and eating in their little uh, their little lunch area, whatever they call it. Their little, what do they call that? The concession stand thingy. That that hot dog with, with that a, would be the dining room, Jack. <laughs> the hot dog with a soda for like a buck and a half. I mean, you can't beat that deal. The giant hot dog. Oh my God! There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Well, I got to tell you, it happened again. Went to the bank yesterday to make a cash deposit. Had a lot of singles and fives all rubber banded up, and yet another clerk asked while counting them, "So, uh, what business are you in?" Boy, I tell you, they really get suspicious when you bring breed, in uh, pu- pu- Puppy mill, I breed I breed uh, poorly fed, poorly taken care of little puppies. Uh, I'm a hooker. <laughs> well, no, once again, I told her the truth. I dance on weekends. There you go. Well, I'll tell you, that always shuts them down. Nunya is always my wife's answer to this. Nunya. I'm a street magician. Count the money. Right. I like that. Weekend birthday clown. But anyway, how much do I have there? Right. Wow, so that's their kind of sly little way to try to find out, huh? Exactly. They have to. The feds demand it. I ain't answering. Wow. None yet. I sell drugs to school children. There you go. Now count the money. (laughs) I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is How Did It Get to Be Wednesday, May 8th, the year 2019? 
We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin the show officially according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark. Donald Trump, for the better part of the decade, lost more money than perhaps any other American taxpayer. There you go. There you go. The taxes are out, or some of the taxes, or a tiny bit of the taxes from one decade, or probably the worst of the taxes that they could come up with to put out. That might be it, too. They might have had more, but this is the, the best stuff to put out and try to embarrass the president. Context-free. Exactly. Yeah. And and nobody's claiming any crime, right? At least the New York Times version of the story. Nobody's claiming anything illegal happened, just uh, using tax law as it is or was at the time. And, and for what it's worth, I've never thought he was a terribly successful developer from every inform- bit of information I can gather. And it I don't care. It's about policy. It matters to you or it doesn't. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Student heroes shut down that school shooting in Colorado. Trump is brushing off the report his business has lost a billion dollars. And why Uber and Lyft drivers are striking. Coming up. Yeah, the uh, the authorities have an interesting plea to America about the latest school shooting that we have to tell you about. It's, it's, it's what we've been asking for for a long time. I think it's catching on. I do, too. It took a long time. How's mailbag look? And it's far from universal. Uh, outstanding. It is a sprawling masterpiece. It's war and peace. Wow. Yes. War and peace next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. It's a grim topic, and uh, not what you want to wake up and talk about, but there was a school shooting yesterday in Colorado, not that far from where Columbine happened, but we I think we're finally turning the tide on this thing. Two main things that are going to uh, change the direction this was going, and we'll talk about that in Marshall's News coming up in a little bit. As usual, we will not be... Making an anti-hero of the shooter, nor prying into the various families' lives, which the media is already doing hot and heavy. It's just disgusting. I swear, you know, if my... I'm not sure which I'd prefer, if my daughter told me she was turning tricks in Vegas or working for CNN. (laughs) Wow. Be about a coin flip. Wow. Wow. Mailbag. Isn't the other breaking news today that Iran said they're out of the Iranian nuclear deal? They've called it off? Uh, yeah. The reaction to Trump uh, pushing hard? And we'll talk about that with someone. Clearly ratcheting up with tensions. I'd say. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. It's Thomas Paine Week. What we obtain too cheaply, we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only that gives everything its value. I'm no doubt about that. Yeah, every, you know, every everybody knows that in one way or another, but then thinks that societies can function without people working for what they get. Or right. just in your own personal life, right? You, you hope that there's shortcuts to the uh, the big stuff, right? But there's not. No, not really. Let's see. Ah, here's uh, uh, Mark with a C. Just listen to an ad for an intersectional queer social justice-based money podcast on Stitcher right after your first hour. Please find a way to charge for your podcast to make it ad-free so you can keep some dough. 
Uh, blah, blah, blah. He canceled his Rush Limbaugh subscription to listen to us instead. That's very nice. Uh, who in the right minds puts that ad with the A&G show? It's about as bad an ad placement as a blood pressure medication on a kid's show. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I've... That's Lamarck Francais, who I accused of being French because it's Mark with a C. I've gotten more into podcasts, and you know, I don't know how much we should even talk about it, So, it, since it <clears throat> absolutely directly c- competes with what we do for a living. Well, our own podcast does, too, but don't, don't write your emails. We know how it works. <laughs> um, but there are so many podcasts out there, because all you need is a, a, you need to own, well, you need to own a phone, really. <laughs> um, Honestly, yeah, you could do it with that. But if you have a computer and a, a $50 microphone, you certainly are 90% to as good as you can get mm-hmm. <laughs> on a podcast. Um, but there are so many out there. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, it's interesting to me how people find the ones they like because there's a lot of crappy ones. I've searched on various subjects I'm into and come across ones that are just crap. Mm. It's just some guy in his house talking. Yeah. I mean, it's just nothing. There's nothing to hear there. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So uh, there's plenty to hear here. The number one topic of the uh, emails overnight, Jack, yesterday. To, oh, I should always say this, but I don't because I'm an idiot. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Yell at me sometimes, Hanson. Give the email address, idiot. That'd be fine. I respond well to abuse. I'm like a horse that runs better when it's whipped. Or Mail- punched in the neck. Or punched in the head. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, number one topic, email, Jack, AOC's garbage disposal. Awesome. What is the problem? It is ironic that AOC is soliciting advice on what a garbage disposal is, but claims to have solved the world's green energy problems on her own. The former requires one YouTube video or a wiki page, while the latter involves trillions of dollars, hundreds of countries, and weather modeling too difficult for the world's most complex supercomputers to accurately solve. That's JT in Livermore. Do we have a little of AOC in the garbage disposal is conversation? Problem. I don't know. And then we found out that garbage disposals are illegal in New York. I didn't know that. Yeah, actually, the next email, perhaps while we're searching for that, is from Ed, a frequent correspondent. Ed, uh, guys, garbage disposals are illegal in multi-unit giant apartment buildings to avoid grease blockage and giant fat monsters blocking the sewage lines in monstrous high-rises. No one wants to be attacked by a fat monster. Certainly not, costing thousands just to find the blockage before even attempting to eliminate it. I was told this by a New York City high-rise dweller I know who went rogue and installed one. Ooh. Oh. I am told this is a garbage disposal. I've never seen a garbage disposal. I never had one in any place I've ever lived. It is terrifying. I don't know what to use it for. <laughs> yeah, well, she because she's been in New York her whole life, she doesn't know that all of the rest of America has one, including poor people. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's a thing everyone has. Yeah, I don't have one actually now, but yeah. Uh, let's see a couple of complaints about our royal birth coverage. Number one, gents, I'm so ashamed. This is Tim of your utter and total failure to have your outstanding foreign correspondent Nigel Rotund cover the recent royal birth. Here he's been hitting the gin and tonic a wee bit heavy. Mm. Well, as usual, if he sobers up, hell, even if he doesn't, it'd be great to hear his take on this splendid event. You know, we might we might see if we can get him on the line later. Um, and oh, there it is. Hey, hey, guys, come on. I heard that reporter discuss possible names for the new royal baby. That tape we played yesterday, hilarious. Uh, why didn't you play the clip of another royal, the Queen of Butts, po- discussing possible names for her baby? It doesn't have to be a K. I think it would be really cute because, you know, Kanye and I both are K's. So just mm-hmm. for us and our family, 
not even the Kardashian thing, even if my mom never did that, and it was just Kanye and I, I would still think it would be cute if him and I went with the K name, but half of the names on our list aren't K's, so I don't really... We're still, we still have time. I mean, Kanye being <laughs> the father. Um, uh, what did they say? A cigarette takes very, five minutes um, away from your life. I think this took ten. So, in her defense, oh, that, was boy. that Kim Kardashian? Yes. In her defense, somebody freaking asked her. <laughs> in her defense, she and AOC are the same person, judging by their voices. And uh, Dio, who pointed that out, uh, also says, Jack sucks, Metallica rules. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I was going to get a new Metallica t-shirt at Target the other night, but they're out of larges. <laughs> uh, I feel like there's a message in there somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> Dirk the German writes, I enjoyed you two coming up with the definition of epiphany. Sudden realization of universal truth or great idea. This made me wonder, what's the word for when you finally get a very stupid idea? An epiphanot? Mm. There you go. That's... That's like something you'd see in the New Yorker. I've suddenly had some really stupid ideas oh. and acted upon them if I was oh. in a certain mood. Oh, please, please. I call that my default setting. Yeah, and no then, kidding. Finally, this. I have to ask if we can post this picture. It's uh, Robbie the Zookeeper. He's actually an aquarist, which is now a word I know. He's an aquatic zookeeper. Huh. He was really enjoying our conversation about having that three-foot-tall T-Rex they just discovered as a guard dog and how it would, you know, chew people's arms off. Um, There was a smaller version of the T-Rex. And he was listening to that when uh, uh, the giant octopus he was taking care of, he was laughing, and the giant octopus grabbed his arm and wouldn't let go for an hour. He just thought that was ironic and strange, and he sent pictures, which we'll post if he gives me permission. And you haven't quit the job yet? At armstrongandgetty.com. Marshall's News next. Got a couple who ate a rat and died of the plague. That's an old-timey death right there. Oh, boy. Got a Frenchman. Is that at a Renaissance fair? (laughs) Got a Frenchman who floated across the Atlantic in a giant barrel for some reason. Congratulations to him. Among other intentionally, yes. Among other major stories, we'll be covering. Uh, let's get the news now, Marsha Phillips. Well, a shooting at a charter school in Colorado left one student dead, seven other students injured. Authorities say two suspects are in custody, both identified as students: one male, one female. Colorado DA George Bachler urging everyone not to glorify the shooters and instead adopt a no-notoriety approach. Let us move past focusing on the identity of the suspects and their images and focus instead on the innocent victims and on this crime and the investigation itself. Douglas County Sheriff saying there was a struggle taking the suspects into custody. Apparently, that's when one student was fatally shot. And according to NBC News, the young man killed was Kendrick Castillo. Reports say that Castillo died a hero in engaging the shooters, and he wasn't alone. Others also stood up to the shooters. At least one other heroic student, Brenda Biley, is credited with tackling one of the two gunmen. It's not clear which one. His father telling reporters... They basically, the three students that were involved, the two that got shot and him, as soon as they saw the shooters coming, they both got up and went after him, um, is the way he described it to me. That's fabulous. So Kendrick Castillo is the 18-year-old's name, and those are the two things that I think maybe has turned might turn the tide in this whole school shooting epidemic. One, 
everybody's catching up to what we have been saying. It's obvious. It's not like we're geniuses coming up with this. Stop talking about the shooter like they're freaking the god of some sort with their names and their pictures and their and their manifesto. Their list of complaints. That, that to me, is the big issue here. You make them an anti-hero, you make them famous, and then you let make sure everybody hears what they want everybody to hear. You serve as their paid mouthpiece, and you're paid in blood. It's disgusting. So now we've had a couple of shootings in a row where at least the publications I read and watch... I, I, I didn't see the shooter's picture or hear their name. I don't even know anything about them, which is fine. And this idea that somebody's going to risk their lives and run at the gunman. And uh, people are going to die doing that. It happened the other day in North Carolina, and yep. it just happened with this uh, 18-year-old here. Again, his name is Kendrick uh, Castillo, who died. But if 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 loser shooters realize, one, I'm going to get no attention for this, and two... I'm not going to kill 20 people. Somebody's going to run at me. Right. And I'm going to get me. the hell beat out of me. And then everybody's just going to agree I'm a stupid, angry coward. If we could all come together on that notion, this craze would end, or at least end substantially. It might. It, it might actually start receding. I'll tell you one thing. Just, you know, brace yourself because it's coming. There's going to be a discussion of gender or or uh, uh, trans, uh, what do you call it? Uh, whatever. Um, that sort of thing. One of the shooters they thought was a dude for quite some time, but she is biologically a female. Hmm. And so we're probably going to hear a lot about bullying and gender and God knows what else. Boy, when when have we had a female school shooter? Yeah, well, biologically female, like I say. The closest one was the San Bernardino. Remember, it was oh, right. a guy and a woman. Right. That was kind of that was, a, that was a loyal Muslim wife. Right. Thing, though, I think. But Although she was the radical, as I recall. But it's almost never women in these yeah, things. Right. right. President Trump defending his old tax records mm-hmm. a day after the New York Times revealed his businesses lost more than a billion dollars in the 1980s and 90s. And because of those losses, Trump paid no federal income taxes for several years. Trump taking to Twitter this morning, calling the report a fake news hit, tweeting out real estate developers in the 80s and 90s more than 30 years ago were entitled to massive write-offs and depreciation, which would, if one was actively building, show losses and tax losses in almost all cases. Much was non-monetary, sometimes considered a tax shelter, going on in his next tweet. You uh, You would get it by building or even buying. You always wanted to show losses for tax purposes. This is so just an attempt to damage the president. Yes. His tax information from the 80s. It's just part of the blood sport that is politics. It is. There's no news there, right? Did he break the law? Nobody's claiming that. Follow the law. New York Times has no claim of law breaking or even hinting at it. All right. So and what are we article. talking about? I don't people know. People who hate Trump through paperwork for the purpose of gossiping about somebody who they don't like. There, there's a lesser bar than criminal activity to not worthy of my loyalty or my view of him being worthy of the office. And there, that's where a lot of people come from. It's the he is not who he claims to be is the number one thing that I think fuels a lot of this. They are trying to undo the image of the super successful businessman that I get it, that NBC built. But is there anybody who didn't know Trump? Had, I mean, I, I saw some clips from the uh, national stories about Trump's losses back in the day. The I Atlantic knew about Kitty, it. City casinos and all that stuff. I knew about yeah. it, and I was never a Trump fan. I knew about his hotel bankruptcies and all that sort of stuff. So is right. that news to anybody? 
I don't know. If Rachel Maddow wants to have it on her show, I guess, to damage the president, but why is the New York Times making a big deal out of this like it's something? What is it? I don't understand what it is. Trump ending up his tweets saying almost all real estate developers did show losses. It was sport. End of tweet. We've got Uber, Lyft, and other drivers of ride-hailing apps on strike in a number of cities today. Drivers shutting off their apps because they say they want better pay and working conditions and the right to organize. Those protests planned ahead of Uber's IPO launch later on this week. So plan accordingly. That's what's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. So among the things we're going to talk about on the program today, a tech insider grilled uh, in D.C. in front of Congress yesterday talking about how your your big tech companies, although didn't I learn yesterday the companies I think are tech companies are not tech companies, Facebook and I'm I'm still going to call them tech companies. Just based off their market listing categories. Exactly. That's an official uh, categorization on stock markets. Anyway. In in terms of Congress and and people, yeah, they're tech companies. Anyway, this industry insider talking about how, yeah, they're they're stealing your information. They're lying to you. They've been doing it the whole time. They're going to still do it. It's just what it is. We're all figuring that out. Now, will Congress act and do anything? I don't know. The way they have in Europe where your information is considered yours and not theirs. Well, we'll we'll see. They're spending a tremendous amount of money lobbying. Isn't are Google, the tech companies? Isn't Google the biggest lobbyist? The biggest individual corporate lobbyist, I believe, that's last incredible. year. Well, yeah. that's why there have been no laws yet. That's a lot. <laughs> has a lot to do with it. That, among other things, coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue is out. So, if you have been wanting to look at attractive women in bikinis, now is your opportunity. Finally. Just go to your local newsstand. A little cheesecake. A, a, A newsstand? Go to your local newsstand. Plop down $6, and there you have, in your own hands, pictures of attractive women in bikinis. In a magazine, (laughs) which is a website that they print out for some reason. How does that still get any coverage? Uh, Well, they're getting increasingly out there in their stunts, like they got a Muslim gal in a burkini. So she's covered, you know, wrist to ankle, and, and her head and everything, like it's, you know, 1840. Um, but she's a good-looking gal, and she's the lying there on the beach, obviously not ready to sex me up, because that would be uncool. So I guess we're going to read the Koran together on the beach or something. I don't know. Also a plus-size model this time around, which is uh, getting some attention among people who talk about that sort of thing. Yes, finally, it's a breakthrough or something. Here's the thing about that also. Whether it's plus-size dudes or plus-size women, it's always really hot. Plus size people. So it's aren't we still in the same place at the end? Hot people are hot, right? And pe- the rest of us who aren't hot aren't hot. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> we get it. I mean, so she's she's bigger than most of the other girls, but she's still hot. She's in that top percentage of people that are hot. Now I'm not a woman, so maybe a woman does like really like this. Okay, so that's a curvier girl. At least it's not a starving, you know. Woman with a 23 inch waist and enormous rack. But she's still a one in a million, you know. 
attractive bone sure. structure, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Exactly. Skin, all that sort of stuff that makes you attractive. A trick of genetics and the light. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, light tricking me. Yeah, <laughs> stupid light. Yeah, and besides that, and I know this has always been going on, but you add in the fact that now that I've messed around with Facetune, the uh, the app where you can mess with people's pictures. Now, any picture of anybody's just okay. Maybe they look like that. Maybe they don't. I mean, I'm looking. I'm looking at a computer creation. Let's meet for coffee. We'll see what's up. Yeah. You know what's crazy is uh, I I spend time around one establishment that will have a, a Playboy magazine or three around, like old ones. Where do you go where they have Playboys around? It's a long story. <laughs> And it's, 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 not, we've got the time. it's not worth the distraction. We've got the time. But Is I look a, at these incredibly airbrushed pictures, as they've always done. And, you know, Sports Illustrated is the same. All your big glamour mags are the same. All your big celebrity mags are the same. And I look at these people and I think, that's not a human being. That's like a, it's a painting, almost. But for some reason, now that I've done it to myself, and you should download Facetune just to try it once, to know what's going on. Now that I've done it to myself, where I can change my skin tone, whiten my teeth, thin my face, all that sort of stuff. Looking like Rob Lowe in your pictures. Yeah, exactly. Now all pictures of attractive people are like, eh, I could do that to me if I wanted. Right. Okay, who cares? Right. Yeah. Uh, so I found this very interesting. I was once a card-carrying member of the ACLU. You were. Yes, I was. Uh, as a uh, free speech uh, advocate, a hardliner, if you will, since I was a little boy. Um, I loved what they were doing. They were standing up for political prisoners, and, and you know, it's just it was good stuff. And this was this is in the eighties. Uh, but man, have they mutated? I heard the other day that they are launching a big program and a lawsuit or three uh, about um, the question of if refugees who are applying to come in from Mexico can be kept in Mexico until. Uh, their their status is, is decided, or their hearing is held, or what have you. These are foreign nationals in a foreign country with no reason to enter the country until we decide, okay, you do get to come in. And the ACLU is suing on behalf of those foreign nationals in a foreign country for the right to come in for some reason. And they've gotten so wildly out of their lane, as uh, the hipsters say these days, and so far left. And I thought this was this was really interesting. This is a piece from uh, Politico, um, and and they're talking about how the ACLU is now coaching activists, hundreds of them, as part of a multi-million dollar campaign to show up to all the 2020 candidates. Uh, rallies and town halls and speeches and and everything, and ask ACLU planted questions about far left stuff. In Hanover, New Hampshire, ACLU linked voter uh, got Kamala Harris's commitment to support adding a third gender marker on federal ID cards. Um, you got people asking about oh the the whole candidates voting thing. Bernie, that was an ACLU activist activist who has sent his event uh, to grill him on that topic. And uh, so they're spreading out all over the country hmm. um, to do this sort of thing. And, and what I liked is this headline uh, from Politico, Christopher Catalago, whose work I do not know, how the ACLU is setting up Trump for a field day in 2020. 
And I think they're right, because they talked about where the uh, the voting thing ended up. And that's with Sanders having to say, yeah, let the Boston Obama vote. He should be voting. Um, which is agreed to by virtually no Americans. You got Julian Castro was pushed into phasing out, backing, phasing out the detention of immigrant families. Just turn them loose, he finally had to say, as he was pressed by the ACLU volunteer in the audience. Um, several ACLU staffers and volunteers have pushed candidates to uh, say they're, they want to end cash bail, make Election Day a federal holiday, expand voting registration opportunities, register children. Again, that 16-year-old should be uh, allowed to vote in sanity. Um, so be aware. Be aware. Do you remember Hillary? She gets a question about, what was it, climate change or... You know, as I go across Iowa, it's young people who ask me that question. Well, that was a plant by her own campaign. That is the hot thing now. Mm. There, I'm not sure that the locals, you know, you go to uh, Corn Basket, Iowa. <laughs> Corn Basket, Iowa. And, and, and Bateau O'Dork is doing his speech on the counter, standing up there on the donut shop counter. There probably aren't any locals in there because they're all activists and hacks and plants. Mm. So, hey, and, and this this goes back to my theory of why democracies can't last, especially in the modern era with modern communication, is those who would game democracy have gotten so capable yeah, I don't know why and you, efficient. I don't know why I wouldn't do that, though, if I was running for president. Why wouldn't I have five people that are going to ask the questions I want to be asked? Well, Jack, because it's dishonest. Is it? You know, I find as I travel around Iowa that it's usually young people who ask me about global warming. Yeah, what a load. I'm calling for honesty in politics. You can run a great campaign and still lose. That's, that's what Hillary said. That's true. You didn't do that, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a point well made. Uh, it, right. It's, it's, well, yeah. yeah. Um, we're getting uh, some text about Trump's uh, tax information that came out. Um, a, I knew about Trump's losses in the 80s, and I was single digits old back then. Yeah, it was a big story. Oh, yeah, I remember it well. But even um, if, it, if it was par for the course for real estate developers, the fact that he was apparently the most losses over that decade, is that's that notable. notable. <laughs> it is notable. If the, Mueller the report, if the Mueller report didn't change a single person's mind about Trump, is this going to change anybody's mind about Trump? Yeah, see, I don't mind it as as discussion. This is politics to me. This is okay politics. Saying, dude tries to claim he's this great businessman. He's really a terrible businessman. I mean, that's fair in politics. The only thing that bothers me about this is the New York Times doing like 25 pages on it. And all the news outlets acting as if this is significant news. The president's taxes have emerged and what they show is shocking. Well, we got more texts on this, including a lot of people who are saying... Look, I run a business now. I've run business in the past. Businessmen claim losses. Lots of businesses claim lots of losses for lots of years. Even really successful businesses. If you don't know that, you don't know how business and tax works, etc., etc. Well, I employ professionals, Jack, for hundreds of dollars to make sure I'm paying as little tax as I'm legally required to do. That's what everybody does. But again, the question is, you know, well, the question is, I suppose, what everybody frames it as. Just go forth throughout the day and enjoy taking in this story and and seeing, by the way it's presented, what everybody's frame of reference or what everybody's uh, uh, agenda is. 
how they're framing it. See, let me get back to my super, people are super great at gaming democracy thing. It used to be you needed a gun or a bomb to rob a bank, and now all you need is, like, real skill at computer hacking, and you can make hundreds of millions of dollars disappear. It's been done several times, and certainly lesser amounts all the time. If we got to the point where it was effortless for anybody with an IQ above, you know, average to empty a bank or get money from somebody else's account or or create currency in their basement or whatever, if it got to the point that that was just easy, we wouldn't have banks anymore. You couldn't. And I think we're at that point with democracy. So I am calling for, in the manner of the Brits, whose baby is so fascinating to all of us, we reinstate monarchy. Monarchy in the United States. You've been watching too much Game of Thrones. So, so to have a monarchy... Oh, did I tell you I saw the coffee cup? I paused it and took a picture on my own TV and showed it to my how, wife how long in the Game was, of Thrones. How long was it on there? A solid one, one thousand, two, one thousand. That's probably. quite a while. Yeah, that's quite a and while. It's not like distant and out of focus. It's there's a freaking like styrofoam coffee cup right there. It's got the little no spill lid right on right. it. Yeah. Right, did, the old did, keep me hot, but not too hot lid. How did nobody <laughs> catch that? Uh, you know, it was it, that was not the focus of the shot. That was in the immediate background. But still, how many eyes probably lay? are laid on each scene before it finally makes it to a show that airs. Well, it's got to be a lot. It's the last season. What are they going to do? Not bring them back for next one? And point of order, you got incredibly realistic, whatever that means, flying dragons. You can't, like, Photoshop out a coffee cup in post-production? HBO has retroactively gone back and done that now. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty.